0: Next, this month's special series focus on geriatric medicine and aging. As our population grows older, new medical innovations benefit aging bodies and minds. From novel therapies for Alzheimer's to the frontiers of longevity research, this month we're discussing key issues in geriatric medicine and the aging process. An unprecedented number of elderly leave their doctor's office with prescriptions thanks in part to Medicare's prescription drug benefit and the soaring number of baby boomers in need of medications. But did you know a large number of these patients don't get their prescriptions filled? and don't adhere to what the doctor wrote for them. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, a channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Jan Berger, Senior Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for CVS Caremark. Dr. Berger joined Caremark in 1999, and today is a member of the leadership team that sets all clinical strategy for this large and important company. She has also taken a leadership role in representing CVS Caremark in a variety of national health policy forums. Dr. Berger holds a doctor of medicine degree and a master's degree in jurisprudence from Loyola University, Chicago, and is an assistant professor of medicine at Northwestern University and joins us today from her offices in the Chicago suburbs. Dr. Berger, welcome to ReachMD.
1: How are you today, Bruce?
0: I'm great. I'm great. So tell us, Dr. Berger... It may surprise people that it seems to be there's all these new benefit programs, particular for the elderly for prescription drugs, but it, I want you to tell us just how common is the problem of seniors getting their prescriptions from doctors but not filling them?
1: Much more than us physicians really understand today. It is not unusual for a patient to come in and see us, uh, walk out with a prescription, and anywhere from one in two to one in four times, not even fill that prescription.
0: That's amazing. I mean, how? what are the causes of this, do you
1: think? Well, I think that there are many causes. We know more and more we read about patients who don't quite understand what we're telling them, but are either embarrassed or overwhelmed to come back and say, Doc, I really didn't understand what you just said or why I need to take this medication. So one reason is just lack of understanding. Another major reason may be cost. Even though we are now offering benefits for Medicare patients with their medications, as well as other insurance plans which cover medications, medications can still be expensive. They can be as expensive as $100 to $150 for a medication that we are writing as physicians.
0: So what does uh, CVS Caremark do to improve the situation? And also, if you will, what do the nation's physicians, what can they do? I suppose just generally awareness. Uh, They probably don't even know that this goes on, but what can they do and what can you folks do at CVS Caremark or what are you doing to uh, help the situation?
1: It really has to be a bimodal approach. And what I mean is we need to work with both physicians in conversations like we're having right now and with patients and so let's start with the physicians what can we do as physicians first of all we have to ask open-ended questions of our patients and make sure that we're talking in terms that they can understand you know we go through training today and we learn a whole set of jargon or lingo our own language And we don't realize sometimes that we're talking that language and that the common person does not often understand it. So first of all, we have to talk in a way that patients understand. Secondly, we need to come out and, as much as it may be embarrassing for them or us, ask, are you able to pay for your medications? Because there are things as physicians we can do to help patients either decrease the cost of medications or to get help in other ways through other special programs for people in need. So that's what we as physicians can do. What are patients doing and what is CVS Caremark doing to help the patients? There are things out there that we do either at the pharmacy counter, if they actually do come in for another drug where we will look and see. We see you're on this drug Are you also getting that drug? And we can start the conversation and help them to come back to us as physicians. The other thing we are doing is giving all patients that are covered under our PBM a list of questions that they can ask their doctor so that again to help open up that kind of conversation.
0: Well you bring up some excellent points because health literacy in this country is a huge problem and it's one that is only going to be solved with more education. And I notice that generally when people or doctors give the prescription if you could walk me through this a little bit and the patient takes the prescription are they not filling that prescription or are there issues with whether they fill it and then don't come back or what are some of the more common
1: problems? Again, a very good question. Well, let's start out with the patient who comes in to get their diabetic medication. As I stated, 20 to 30% of people never get that first fill. So those drop out. That leaves 70%. These are
0: just people who get the script from the doc and don't even bother to pick
1: it up. That is correct. And so that takes you down to 70%. Then if you look at the data out there, we notice that by one year's time, so a patient is given the medication, filled it the first time, a year later only 50% of those patients are still taking the medication, in a way that the physician prescribed. So you're basically down to 35% of the people who you thought were taking medication that you prescribed as a physician are actually still taking it the way you had hoped they would.
0: Well, this is interesting because we know that people are out there getting more and more pharmacy benefits, but they're just not filling their prescriptions. Dr. Berger, Is it just seniors, or is it everybody?
1: It is absolutely everybody. Nobody is immune from the problem of medication non-adherence. In fact, it's kind of funny. When I talk to groups of individuals about this, I ask my peers, how many of you all have had strep throat? Most of us, whether we're physicians or not, have had strep throat. I say to them, how many of you all have one or two pills or even more left in your medicine cabinet because you didn't take all 10 days worth. And even as a healthcare professional, most of us will have to say, we did have some pills left. That's just for 10 days. You can imagine what it's like as a non-healthcare professional and having to take a medication the rest of your life.
0: Well, is this something that is improving with things such as mail order or efforts by people to be more innovative? I know that you, CVS Caremark, and, you know, even your competitors out there, Walgreens, Walmart, more and more people are pushing mail order. Would you advise your doctors out there to encourage their patients order their prescriptions by mail, or is it a case where maybe for that first time it's better for people to go in the pharmacy, or what? what is a general rule of thumb
1: there? We generally suggest for the first one or two fills that that be done through a retail pharmacy. We know that places like CVS, pharmacies today, when patients are getting new first fills, they have the capability of talking to a pharmacist and getting some of those questions answered that maybe they didn't get answered by their physicians. Once the patient is stable on the medication without side effects or other problems or maybe changes in dosage that are necessary, then going to a mail order, if available, really does help a patient to improve their medication adherence, partially because in often cases it costs less. And we know from studies that are out there from Harvard and others that the less that the patient has to pay out of pocket, the more compliant or adherent they are to medication. It also, in often cases, they're able to get medications for up to 90 days. And by doing that, you don't have to remember every 30 days to go in and pick up your medications when other things, such as the weather in Chicago, which may cause you a problem to going to the pharmacy and picking up your medication.
0: Well, certainly that is a a huge problem, I suppose, more for the the elderly. And there could be issues of forgetfulness and, and other things like that. Do you have any other figures on costs? Are there generally some costs to the system when people don't adhere to their medication resumes?
1: Yes, actually it's quite frightening. In fact, the World Health Organization came out and showed that it's in excess of a hundred billion dollars annually to society for non adherence to medication and that over ten percent of the hospitalizations today are due to a patient not taking the medication that we the physician wrote for.
0: And is this a, an annual figure with a hundred billion dollars?
1: Yes it is.
0: Well this is interesting. Does it tend to be an issue with patients that when they get prescriptions, I know that certainly people are not picking them up, but when they get the prescriptions are they having trouble understanding? I know that the FDA has been under fire and they have been pushing for better package inserts. And I know that the pharmacies are doing more with this type of it's not necessarily marketing, but in efforts to explain to the patients what they're taking and so forth. Does this help or are there more innovations that doctors and patients can see down the pike that would help the situation?
1: I think that it will help. It will not answer the entire problem. So I think further innovation is going to be important. Companies such as ours, but also many others are looking at things such as text messaging, You know, most of us, no matter how old you are, even my mother, who is 75 years old, carries a cell phone. So, text messaging somebody to remember their medications is available to many patients. One of the other things as physicians that we need to do is not just assume our patients are taking medication. I know that many of us have overhead that's expensive in our offices and trying to make ends meet today. But having one of your office staff or yourself call a week or two after a patient starts a new medication, seeing if they have any questions or if they're having side effects, very important. One other area that has recently been investigated is really the patient physician relationship and how that relationship affects a patient taking their medication or not. And so I think we need to be conscious as physicians really that just because we say to a patient, you need to take medication, it doesn't end there.
0: Yeah, you bring up some excellent points because a lot of the patients out there, they are inundated with so many different brand name drugs, but also when the generic comes on the market, you know, they can be confused by that as well. Absolutely. I'd like to thank Dr. Jan Berger, Senior Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for CVS Caremark, who has been our guest. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and we have been talking about the effort in this country by pharmacies and pharmacy benefit managers to help seniors and other patients better adhere to their medications. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at reachmd.com, which now features our entire medical show library and on-demand podcasts, and I would like to thank you today for listening. You've been listening to this month's special series, Focus on Geriatric Medicine and Aging. For a program guide and a complete list of shows, please visit us at ReachMD.com and download ReachMD's new iPhone app, Medical Radio. Listen to the same live stream of ReachMD medical news and information you enjoy, plus CME and
1: thousands of searchable podcasts. Download the Medical Radio app today.